Praise the Lord. So, uh, I mean, uh, who is excited to be here today? I am excited to be here today, and I'm also, I'm, I'm also very excited to share, you know, the Word of God. You know, the Word of God is sharp, it is active, it is living. You know, there's, you know, they talk of nuclear bombs, they talk of this, they talk of this, but there's, there's one thing that penetrates anything, that divides, that separates, that conquers, just the Word of God. Praise the Lord. So I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that today, as I share the Word of God today, I'm hoping that you pay attention. Because you know, the Word of God it does not have to wait for, for somebody to say, it's now time to pray. So I'm hoping as the Word of God, as I speak the Word of God today, you commit whatever touches your heart today. And you pray, you late to prayer, even, even as we shall share today. You know, so, last week, Pastor started on a series which, where he talks about the wonders of God. Praise the Lord. How many believe that our God does wonders? How many of us have got a testimony about the wonders of God? Praise the Lord. So I'm, I'm quite happy because then it means you'll be able to connect to what I'm saying. But if you have not experienced a wonder of God, maybe it is only because you do not know what a wonder is. So I'm hoping as I talk about what a wonder is, you will start to experience. Not experience, but you start to see actually what the wonders of God is done for you. But they are great wonders. You know, they are, they are wonders. And they are great wonders. The reason why I say this is, Quite often, what you notice is the wonders that happened during the time of Exodus, the spread, the separation of the Red Sea. You know, you, you continue reading book after book of the Bible, and they kept on coming and reminding people of this wonder. You know, there are some great wonders that are waiting for you. So I don't know what wonder you think you've seen in your life, but there are some great wonders. And I'm going to talk about, you know, there are some wonders that God is waiting to do to use you to accomplish. But there is also something that God needs you to know or to do to make sure that these great wonders come to place. Praise the Lord. So I want us to turn to our Bible, to the book of Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. Can you please put it? Yeah, the King James Version. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. It talks about, For unto us a child is born, Unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder. And his name shall be called what? Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. You know, you can keep on adding more and more and more to this list. This is not an exhaustive list. You know, when God appeared to Moses in the book of Exodus chapter 3, he says, I am that I am. I am what I am. So I don't know whatever situation that you, not all the names of God have been written. So if there's a situation that is not described in the Bible, you can call it. You can give God that name. Praise the Lord. So do not be restricted to what God has written in the Bible. God desires to reveal himself personally, expressly, directly to you. So I'm hoping that uh, from today, I'm going to, to hear a testimony of somebody saying, this is the way God appeared to me. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So, but today, the title of the sermon says, The Wonders of the Exodus. 
And I think Pastor also gave a very, a very excellent account as well of the Exodus. But my, my main focus today is not actually about the crossing of the sea. Because when we hear about the wonders of the Exodus, isn't it? That's one of the things we, we focus about so much, isn't it? The opening of the Red Sea. But as I, as I was preparing this, you know, God started to show me some things, you know, about wonders of the Exodus. So, Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6 says, His name shall be called Wonderful. There's something about Wonderful. You know, one, Wonderful is actually made up of two, two words, isn't it? Wonder and what? Fool. Isn't it? Wonder and fool. So if you say wonderful, what do you mean? Full of wonders, isn't it? Praise the Lord. If you say beautiful, what do you mean? Full of beauty. Praise the Lord. So his name is what? Wonderful. Which means he's full of wonders. He, you know, he's, he's just not saying he's a God of wonders. He's a God who is full of wonders. Praise the Lord. Full of wonders. And Psalm 139 Verse 13. Can you put up Psalm 139, verse 13, please? Psalm 139, verse 13. Okay, can you please uh, put up the, the NIV? Psalm 139, verse 13. New International Version, please. It says, For you created my inmost being, you knit me together. In my mother's womb, the next verse. And then it says, I praise you because I am what? Fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are what? Wonderful. I know that full, fully well, full well. You know, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. I want you to turn to the person next to you and say, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I am wonderfully made. I am, I am a wonder. You know, it says you are fearfully and wonderfully made. You are a wonder. When, when you see, just for you sitting next day, you are a wonder. Praise the Lord. The, you know, <laughs> you are a wonder. You know, you, you, you can imagine what God was doing with you when you were in your mother's womb. Praise the Lord. You know, why you are such a wonder is because how many of us actually here look the same? None of us look the same, isn't it? You are a wonder. Even if you see twins, there is some difference. God is a wonder, waking God. How can he make one billion people who are so different? Oh, God is wonderful. Praise the Lord. So you are a wonder. The nine months that you, 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 you know, God says he ordained you. He predestined you for good works. For excellent works. Before you were born, God had already said, you are full of wonders. You are a wonder. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10. You are predestined. You are ordained. You are selected. You are chosen for good works. You are sanctified. You are separated for good works. You are unique. You are a wonder. So if you, if you, if you do not know what a wonder is, look at yourself. Look at your neighbor and say, I am a wonder. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So I, you know, you know, you know, to me, you know, that's not good. What means I don't care. I don't care. This is why I'm saying we look. We, we are when you look of the wonders of the Exodus, we are thinking of the Red Sea. That is a wonder, a big wonder. But you, you are a wonder. Praise the Lord. Amen. 
So, because his name is wonderful, and because he's full of wonders, which means his ways are wonderful, his plans are wonderful, his thoughts are wonderful, his promises are wonderful. So if you can forget everything that I'm saying, this is actually a summary of the sermon today. His name is wonderful. He has created something that is what? Wonderful. You are what? A wonder. You are what? Full of wonders. And because God is wonderful, his ways are wonderful. His plans are wonderful. His promises are wonderful. You know, so I'm not just making this up. In the book of Isaiah, chapter 55, what does he say? My thoughts are not your thoughts. My ways are not, uh, they, are, they, are, they are not your ways. What are they? They are higher than your ways. You know, because God is higher, and because his thoughts are higher, because his ways are higher, you know, that is, this is why I can say that his ways, they are just wonderful. You know, so if you do not know the wonders of God, you need to ask God, show me your ways. You know, the, the, the word of God tells us that the children of, of, the children of Israel, what do they know? They knew about the works of God, isn't it? But Moses knew about the ways of God. You know, the children of Israel remembered, they talked so much about the, what, the crossing of the Red Sea. But Moses had such a deep relationship. You know, we, we, you know, we were studying about the pursuit of God. And somebody was asking, you know, how do I really know that I'm effectively pursuing God? Do you know the works of God? You know, we, it's very easy to see the works of God, isn't it? If you go outside nature, and today we are, we are so happy that is what is sunny, isn't it? This is a work of God. It's a wonder. A few days before, it was what? It was raining. So if you do not know a wonder, if you have not seen a wonder, just look outside. It is a wonderful day. It is a wonder that there is sun today. Praise the Lord. So, Okay, so Exodus chapter 13. Let, let's now get into the, into the wonders of the Exodus. <laughs> Exodus chapter 13, verse 17. Exodus chapter 13, verse 17. When Pharaoh lets the people go, God did not lead them on the road through the Philistine country. Though, that was what? That was shorter. For God said, if they face war, they might what? Change their minds and what? And return to Egypt. And then verse 18, what does he say? So God led the people around by the desert road toward the Red Sea. The Israelites went up out of Egypt, armed for battle. You know, we say his ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts. You know, you, you, you would have just wondered, why didn't just God take them through the Philistine country? And then they would have what? They would have made it so quickly to the promised land, isn't it? But what, what, what did God have to do? He has to take them round. There was a desert, isn't it? They were in a desert. And what? The Egyptians what were pursuing, isn't it? And in front, what was there in front? What? The Red Sea. 
you know, I, I, I think when I was reading the, the story of Exodus, this is really the part which really struck me. <laughs> and, God was, and God was saying to me, you know, your way out of Egypt, it may not follow the most logical path. Trust me. And we have heard that in Joel chapter 2, verse 25, they say, they that trust in me, they shall never be put, the part, it says, they that trust in me, they shall be, never be put to shame. And Joel 2, verse 25 says, never again will my people be put to shame. And, and what, what God was saying to me, you know, you, he was saying to me, there's no turning back to somebody. He says, you are on your way out of Egypt. You know, sometimes you are looking at the bag, you are seeing what the Israelites, and you are, what, you are walking along a desert, and in front of you there's Red Sea. But God is saying, there is no turning back. There is no turning back. You know, the Israelites, God made them go through this way because there's what? There's no turning back. So maybe you are finding yourself, you are really in a hard rock, in a rock and a hard place. But God is there, putting you there for a reason. Because he wants to show you that his ways are higher than your ways. And his thoughts are higher than your thoughts. So if you are finding yourself in a tough situation and you, this does not seem to be a way out, you have to know that a great wonder is coming out of you. Praise the Lord. So, but God is just saying, trust me. Hang on. You know, trust me. Hang on. Whatever you're finding yourself in, it seems like, and also, the story of Exodus, you know, we, one thing that God ministered to me is, is the story of Exodus, Exodus is what is the, the children of Israelites moved. But the story of Exodus actually starts in Genesis chapter 12, verse 1. Genesis chapter 12, verse 1. Can you put up Genesis chapter 12, verse 1? The Lord had said to Abraham, leave your country, your people, and your father's household, and I'll go to the land which I will show you what? I will show you. The story of Exodus, the movement of the children of Israel started already when God spoke to, 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 to what? To Abraham. And God is saying to someone today, you are already on your way out of Egypt. Already. You may not see it yet. You know, Abraham, probably he could not even, though God promised him, it seemed like he could not see it yet. But the journey already started. And God is saying, your journey out of Exodus has already started. Praise the Lord. And sometimes we, now we, we just think of Moses. But the journey, the story of the Exodus, of the children of the movement out of Egypt, it started already when God showed Abraham, this is the land that you are supposed to go to. Praise the Lord. So wherever you are, know you are already on your way out of Egypt. So, and, but the thing is, it's a journey. And we know Abraham, we know Isaac, we know Jacob, you know, we, we know the whole story. But you also see the children of Israel, they lived. By the time we, 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 we hear Moses, you know, how many generations had passed? About four generations of the family of Moses. So it was actually what, a very long journey that they had to go through. But sometimes we, we, we do not want to see, to hear these 400 years or these four generations. But God is saying, you are on your way out of Egypt. Praise the Lord. And, and one of the things is, you know, it took, it took, you know, we hear so many testimonies from Abraham, from Isaac, from Jacob, 
God is saying great wonders. If you want to see great wonders in your life, if you want to see great wonders in AGP, great wonders are going to take preparation. They are going to take time. You know, one of the things that pastor is always sharing, which I always like, you know, he says uh, sometimes we like it just to put things in the microwave and then they just pop out and then we are happy. But great wonders, they do take what? Great preparation. It took what? 430 years for the children of Israelites to leave Egypt. So you have to trust God, like what I said, but God is saying you're already on your way to Egypt. You know, and there's one thing that uh, I don't know, how many of us have really seen a traditional cooking pot? You know, there are these uh, slow cookers or this pot that you put, uh, I don't know, on, yes. <laughs> you know, you know there, there is quite a difference. You know, I, I've learned something from my wife, actually. There, there are some particular dishes when she's cooking. It just takes the whole day, the whole day. She puts the meat, the vegetables and everything. And then she puts it on low, she fries it a little bit, then she puts it on low heat, and then it stays there the whole day. <laughs> and I, I can really tell you that by the time that you, you get to eat that food, the nutrients and everything has been extracted. It tastes so good. You know, you could wish that you can only just take a small portion and just enjoy that small portion. You know, this is the way, you know, God works. If, this, by the time we get to the Red Sea, there is a lot of preparation, a lot of slow cooking that had been done. Praise the Lord. So, now let's, if you look at Moses, uh, Moses, by the time he left the palace of Pharaoh, it was, what, it was 40 years, isn't it? And then where did Moses go? Moses went into the wilderness, isn't it? And then, and then Moses was what? He was a shepherd, isn't it? He spent all his time being a shepherd. But if you look at that, being a shepherd was actually what? 40 years. You know, you have to be very patient, you know, taking care of sheep. The 40 years that he spent in the wilderness was a preparation because he was going to be what? A shepherd to the people of Israel. You know, he needed that time of preparation. But there's, there's one thing, you know, when, when, when Moses and when God had called Moses, although Moses had already done all this preparation, yeah. sorry, but when God called Moses and asked him, what do you have in your hand? What did Moses have? He says, I have what? A staff, isn't it? A staff. But if you look at it, quite often you yourself, when you are looking at yourself, God, what God actually wants to do is, although you can only see a staff, God can see way beyond you. Praise the Lord. God could already see that Moses had been prepared already, 40 years. But it was not only the 40 years. God was going to send Moses, what, to Pharaoh. And, God, and Moses had spent, what, 40 years of his life, what, in the, in the palace of Pharaoh, isn't it? So God, Moses already knew about Pharaoh. He already knew about the Egyptians. So, but God is just reminding you that maybe you are only seeing a staff in your hand, but there is so much that is inside of you. It may, it, it may be a combination of bad experiences, good experiences, but God is going to use all those things for what? For your good. Praise the Lord. So, when you look at yourself, you need to look at yourself in the way that God sees you. God has said, I've predestined you 
I've selected you. I've chosen you. So there is much more inside of you than just what just the stuff that you are seeing in the physical. There is so much that is in, there is so much that God has placed. There is so much that God has deposited inside of you that God is just waiting for all this to come out into a great wonder. Praise the Lord. But one thing that I think one of the things now that really becomes the challenge is I'm talking about this great wonder. But one of the challenges that always happens is what? The waiting. The waiting. The waiting. And sometimes when you hear a, a huge prophecy being made about you, then you just focus on that big prophecy and then you forget about the small wonders that God is doing in your life. Praise the Lord. So God is saying, you know, do not, the great wonder is coming. But your life is so full of wonders that sometimes you don't even see. You know, if, if, you, if you also look at the story of Moses, last week we also heard, you know, how Moses got saved, you know, from death. You know, how God rescued him, how God took him, how God even, even got his own mother to come and raise him up. So these are all small wonders. But God is saying, you know, do not close your eyes. There are so many small wonders. You know, it, 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 these are small wonders that you need sometimes just to encourage yourself. You know, I know, you are, I know God is saying you are waiting for something big. But God is saying, do not turn your eyes away from me. There are so many things that may seem small, that may seem insignificant, that are a wonder, that are a wonder in your life. This is why I'm saying your life is just full of wonders. Because we have a God who is wonderful. Praise the Lord. God talked to Noah, build an ark. And Noah had to wait. You know, this is why I'm, I don't know why, why God is saying to somebody, you, 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 you just need to be patient. But what are you doing as you are waiting? God told Noah, build an ark. Rain is coming. They had never seen rain. And Noah had to wait, what, 120 years before the rain came. Abraham waited 25 years after the angels came and said to him, you are going to have a son. 25 years. Joseph spent 14 years in prison for a crime that he did not even do. Praise the Lord. You know, and sometimes you, are, you find yourself in a situation where you have probably done something wrong yourself. Let us be honest. Sometimes you have gotten yourself into a mess yourself. But then there, there, there are some things where you also have probably not done anything. It is not, it's not, it is not really your fault. It may be something that happened in your family. It may be something that happened in your past. It may be that there are just some people who hate you. Praise the Lord. But God is saying to me that all oh, that does not matter. He is going to use whatever circumstance that you, you have going on in your life. You know, Moses, he... From, from being a prince, he had to run away as what? As a murderer. He turned from what? From a prince to a murderer. But because we have a God who is faithful, you know, God remembered him and brought him back to do the work that he had what? That he had called, that he had called him to do. Praise the Lord. So, what are you doing as you are waiting? You need to focus on God. You need to encourage yourself in the Lord. You need to, whatever, I, I know, 
You need to look at, okay, what is the promise that God has for this situation that you're going through? And also, you know, as we're learning as well during the, the night video, we're being told sometimes you also stay too long in a situation because of lack of knowledge. Sometimes God has not designed that you should stay in a situation for that long. Knowledge is power. The word is power. In the multitude of counselors, there is what? There is safety. There is wisdom. There is direction. So I'm, I'm just urging you, if you are going through a situation and you say, Lord, this situation has gone long enough, you need to seek help. You know, and, and I know, I, I also, I have to be honest as well, there are sometimes when you, when you have been praying for something and you have been waiting, and one of the things that, you, that happens when you wait for something for so long is that you, you also get discouraged. And sometimes the strength to pray can also go. No matter how strong you are in the Lord, there are times when you also feel weak, when you also need other people to what? To help you, to strengthen you. So we are a fellowship, we are a family. We take care of one another. Praise the Lord. So I do not know who this person is. You've been keeping so much inside and it's just boiling. It's about to explode. God is saying you are not alone. Praise the Lord. I, 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 just, I, just want to, to, I just want to pray. So if, if you are in this situation, I just want to pray with you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Lord, remember your son, remember your daughter, O oh Lord. Jehovah, whatever help they need, Father, I pray that, Lord Jehovah, send it to them, O oh Lord. And, Father, as you send this help, I pray that, Lord Jehovah, open their eyes that they may see it, O oh Lord. Even upon the, the servant of Elisha, O oh Lord, even as he could not see the angels that were around him, I pray that, Lord Jehovah, open the eyes of your son, open the eyes of your daughter, O oh Lord, that they may see the help that is around him. Praise the Lord. Amen. The promises of God are wonderful. 2 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 20. 2 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 20 says, For all the promises of God in him are yea, and in him amen, unto the God of glory. So all the promises in all the promises of God, they are what? Yes and amen. The promises of God. They are yes and amen. Moses had a promise. I, 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 uh, brother Ono, can you please put Exodus chapter 3 verse 10 and later on verse 17. So Exodus chapter 3 verse 10. This is God speaking to Moses. Come now therefore and I will send you to Pharaoh that you may bring my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. This was a promise that God made to Moses. Verse 17. And verse 17 says, And I have said, I will bring you up out of the affliction of Egypt to the land of the Canaanites and the Hittites. Uh, can you put either the NIV or the King James? I want a particular word there. Uh, yeah, yes, this is good. It says, And I have promised to bring you up out of your misery in Egypt into the land of the Canaanites, Hittites, 
Amorite spirits are as if I a land. So Moses had a promise. So this is why I'm saying his promises are wonderful. So what has God promised you? You know, there are so many promises in the word of God. The word of God is full of promises. It is promise after promise after promise, but also telling us what we ought to do. But there are also, there are also times when you are also seeking God for a specific word, a direct word, an express word. So what promise are you holding on to? This is my question to you. Whatever you are going through, if I ask you, what promise are you holding on to? If you have not heard from God, you need to see God. You need to get a promise. You need to get a word from God. You can only hold on to the word of God. The word of God needs to be what? Your promise. So if you are going through something now and you, I ask you and you cannot tell me the word, I will give you the word. But I also ask you to go and pray that God gives you a confirmation of that word or gives you the word that you ought to hear. Praise the Lord. Zechariah chapter 2. Can you put Zechariah chapter 2, verse 2? Zechariah chapter 2, verse 2, and I will read up to verse 5. Zechariah chapter 2, verse 2 to 5, it says, Zechariah chapter 2, it says, Then I looked up, and there before me was a man with a measuring line in his hand. I asked, Where are you going? He answered me, To measure Jerusalem to find out how wide and how long it is. While the angel who was speaking to me was leaving, another angel came to meet him and said to him, Run, tell that young man, Jerusalem will be a city without walls because of the great number of people and animals in it. And I myself will be a wall of fire around it, declares the Lord, and I will be its glory within. So the, the, the word that, that the Lord gave me concerning this is as the Lord is going to restore you and cause you to flourish, you need to let go of all barriers. You need to let go of all the walls. You need to let go of all the de defenses. You need to let go of all the restrictions because God says, I will be the wall of fire around you. You know, you know what a wall of fire does? You, know, you don't need any walls. God is saying you do not need any walls. You do not need any barriers. You do not need any restrictions. I'm going to be a wall of fire around you. Praise the Lord. A wall of fire is what is going to bring warmth. It's going to bring comfort. A wall of fire is going to be what? It's going to be a defense around you. So God is saying, you know, you are, as God is going to cause you to flourish, you need to hold on to what God has caused you to flourish in. Praise the Lord. You do not want to flourish for the enemy and then the enemy just comes and picks whatever God has, give, has given unto you. But the one reason why God is also causing you to flourish, you know, sometimes we, God causes us to flourish, then we form a wall around ourselves. We want to enjoy all the blessings by ourselves, but that is not the reason why God, so this is why God is saying, I am the wall of fire. You do not need a wall. I am blessing you. I am causing you to flourish so that you can be a blessing to others. So remove the wall and I will be the wall of fire around you. Praise the Lord. Just, just a final word. When it's your time, it does not matter how long you have waited. 
<laughs> when it's your time, it does not long. You know, you know there, there, there is something that way when, when God causes you to flourish, when God is, is, restores you, you know, it's going to be so big that, you know, in, in, in the book of Psalm 126, verse 1, it says, when the Lord restored the fortunes of Zion, we were like those who dreamed. You know, God is going to, to, to call somebody to be like somebody who was dreaming. You know, you are going to wake up and you are going to say, am I actually dreaming? Is this me who has waited 430 years to come out of Israel? Is it me? You know, you know when the, the children of Israel entered Egypt, they were like 60, 70, but by, by the time that they left Egypt, they were what? They were 630,000. This is only what the number of men, not children, not women, 630,000. You are going to be like somebody who is going to wake up like you are dreaming. Praise the Lord. I just want to, for us to stand up, just as I close, I just want to turn, you know, to turn some of the things that I've been, we've been talking about, to turn them into prayer. So, maybe you yourself are not going through any challenge, but, but maybe you know someone who is going through a challenge. Maybe it is something that is going on. Some, there's something that has just been going on for so long in your family. You know, I think the first thing that I want you to pray for is strength. You know, God has promised that he's going to deliver you, but sometimes there's a moment of waiting. Because in that moment of waiting, God is shaping you. God is molding you. God is doing wonders. God is building, is causing something to mature into you. But I just want you to, to turn this prayer that, Lord, give me the strength to wait. Give me the strength to wait. And Father, oh God, as I wait upon you, Father, I pray that, Lord, help me to remain focused upon you. Father, that I shall not be weary. I shall, that I indeed, in, in my time of waiting, Father, may I receive even strength, even to hold on, even to hang on, even to continue to seek you, even to continue to pursue you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I give you praise. I give you honor, oh Lord. I worship you, Lord Jehovah. Father, I thank you, Father, indeed, because your word says yes and amen to the promises in your word. I pray, Father, oh God, for strength, oh Lord, even upon your children, oh Lord. That, Father, oh God, Jehovah, even as you have promised, oh Lord, that indeed in the fire you will be with us, oh Lord. In the thunderstorm you will be with us. In the rain, oh Father, you will be with us. Be with your children, oh God. Father, oh God, I pray that, Lord Jehovah, give strength even unto those that are weary, O oh Lord, in the name of Jesus. I pray that, Father, oh God, Lord Jehovah, O oh God, their strength, O oh Father, shall not be drained, O oh Lord. Even indeed, in whatever they are going through, I pray that, Lord Jehovah, O oh God, let them see, Father, O oh God, the expected end, O oh Father, O oh God, that their focus, O oh Lord Jehovah, shall continue to be upon you, O oh God. That they shall continue to seek you, O Father, and pursue you, Father Jehovah, with all their heart, O Father, O God. In the name of Jesus, the Lord Jehovah, even the wonders, O Lord, even in their lives, O Father, each and every day, may they see them, O Lord, in the name of Jesus. May they experience them, O Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you. I give you praise. I give you honor. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. I, I, I just want you to raise your hand. If you are going through a situation, I just want to pray with you. If you are going through a, through a situation where you say, God, I need you, I need your help. I just want you to raise your hand now. And, you know, raise your hand like somebody who is ready to receive. Ready to receive power. Ready to receive direction. Ready to receive anointing. Father, in the name of Jesus, even upon your children, O oh Lord. 
even as they raise their hand, even as they put their trust in you, I pray that, Lord Jehovah, that none, Father, O oh God, shall be put to shame, O oh Lord, in the name of Jesus. I pray that, Father, O oh God, open their eyes, O oh Father, that they may see, O oh Lord Jehovah, the word, O oh Father, the help, O oh Father, that is around them, O oh fire, O oh God. Even the wall of fire, O oh God, that is around them, O oh Father, the Lord Jehovah, they shall receive comfort, that they shall receive strength, O oh Lord. In the name of Jesus, they shall receive strength, O oh Lord. They shall receive power, O oh God. In the name of Jesus, I thank you, Father, O oh God. I give you praise, O oh Lord. And I pray the Lord Jehovah, whoever is waiting for something, O oh Lord Jehovah, give them a, a word, O oh Father, to hold on to, O oh Father. A word, O oh Father, to hold on to, O oh Lord. In the name of Jesus, a word, O oh Father, O oh God, speak forth to your children, O oh God. O oh Lord, arise, O oh Father, O oh God, and fight for your children, O oh God. Arise, O oh Father, O oh God, and scatter the enemies of your children, O oh God. I pray, Father, O oh God, that Lord Jehovah, may they see your victory, O oh God. May they experience your victory, O oh God. May they experience your power, O oh God. In the name of Jesus, I thank you, Father. I give you praise. I give you honor, O oh Lord. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. I just want to... I, I, I just want to ask, God is saying that there's, there's somebody who's saying, I need help. You know, there, there, there are some times when you need others to, to help you to pray. So if you find yourself in that situation, I'm, I, want you, I just want you to take a, a step of faith and just come to the front and I'll just, together with the pastors, who will pray for you. If you say, I need a prayer, I need a way, I need an answer, I need an answer, I need strength. My whole